I would look at three things as essential things and there are a whole lot of things that are optional. The three essential things would be the cover design, the editing and the formatting. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. Hello and welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. Today on the show, we have Jatsna Ramachandran. I think I actually got that right, didn't I? Yes, you got it, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Hey, thanks for being on the show. I'm excited about our topic today because being someone who's written a couple books myself and I know that you've written some books, we're going to talk about how to build an author funnel, whether you've already published a book or not. So let me read your bio quick just so people know who you are. Jotsna is a best-selling author, a book publisher. She's a TEDx speaker, international author success coach who helps coaches, trainers, speakers and experts to build super profitable author funnels with the help of their book. She founded Happy Self-Publishing to help overwhelmed, purpose-driven authors experience a transformative journey of self-discovery through the process of publishing their book and amplifying their message. And she's helped more than 400 authors from 35 countries. So congratulations, that's a lot of work, right? You have quite a body of work so far. Thanks, Matt. I should thank the internet for giving us the opportunity to connect with people from across the world. Yeah, it's true. You know, just today I've met with people from four countries and here it's only 1 p.m. <laughs> Amazing. You know, that's that's a busy day so far already. But yeah, let's get right into it. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you help experts become authors and and what the author funnel looks like? Sure. So let's first talk about the becoming an author part of it. So most experts are busy people, right? Uh, they know that they have all the knowledge, all the expertise to write a book. But for some reason, they don't consider it as an important task. They know it's important, but it's not urgent. So they keep procrastinating it. And that's the kind of clients we typically work with. So what we do is uh, we help our clients to first get the manuscript written. I think that is the most challenging part of this. So what we do is we give them two options. Option A is to work with an author success coach who basically helps the author get absolute clarity on the topic, on the title, on the outline of the book, and also holds them accountable week on week by getting on calls to make them write the book, give feedback on what they have written, and sometimes critique their work and just give them that small nudge every now and then for them to finish their manuscript within three months. That's the role of an author success coach. The second option that I would love to give our clients is working with an angel writer. Now, who is that angel writer? Now, sometimes what happens is, though you have an excellent coach, you may probably be having three kids and three businesses to manage and you may not be able to actually get a couple of hours every day to write. So in that case, getting that done from an expert is a good idea and an, and an angel writer does that. They would come every week at a scheduled time and they would speak to the author over a Zoom call and ask them relevant questions so that the author can just sit back, relax and just treat it as an interview and start talking about their expertise. All this gets recorded, the writer goes back, listens to the conversation and they also ensure that the voice and the tonality of the author is maintained and they write the book for the author. So this also pretty much takes about three months. So this is the starting point for most of our clients who come to us without a manuscript. So 
you know, it's either have someone help them write the book or someone who pretty much writes it on their behalf, but interviews them to get the information on what to write. Right, exactly. So what are the the things that you think are stopping people from just sitting down and starting writing their own book? It's procrastination for sure. That's because uh, you may realize this, Matt, because you run your own uh, digital marketing agency, right? So when you invest your money in, let's say, a Facebook ad, you would immediately generate some leads, which somebody can use for their business. But a book is not like that. The strategy is very long term. But I would say that it's an evergreen lead magnet because for the rest of your life, once you become an author, you can call yourself an author. So most um, entrepreneurs want immediate results and they want to do things that don't take six months. And that's why they keep procrastinating their book project. And also, before you write your first book, it could look very daunting because you've never done it before. And most people also think that, hey, if I have to self-publish my book, I need to do everything myself. And that also stops them from taking the first step. But the good news is if you can partner with professionals like cover designers, editors, formatters, your life becomes easy and you can focus on your expertise and outsource the rest. And that's where agencies like mine uh, play a huge role. You know what? I've run into some people talking about procrastination. Actually, a, uh, a friend of my business partner, Scott, he once had lost a piece of equipment that was the only source of his book that he'd been writing, but he'd been writing it for 12 years. And now, I mean, if you're still writing for 12 years, you're never going to finish that book. I mean, unless it's the size of War and Peace, right? <laughs> so I think one thing, and I especially learned this when I wrote my first book, I, I started with way too long of a book because the, I mean, my book was like, not only was it a technical manual, basically, but it was like 300 pages long. And I mean, before we edited it, it was 360 pages long. Wow. Like it just the the sheer mass of content was so much to edit that by the time we finished getting the edits done, some of the content of the book had gone out of date. So we had to like go back and re-edit stuff. And man, I think there's definitely a size. Yeah, because most people think that their book should be this epic masterpiece. It should be their legacy. I'm really happy that people actually take their book project seriously. But then uh, the flip side is they want to make it so perfect that it never gets uh, completed, which is not good, right? Because I, that's why I keep stressing on this three months time for finishing the manuscript, because if, it, if you give it three years, it's going to expand to three years, right? So it's the Parkinson's law. It's going to occupy the time that you give it. So my sweet spot for a manuscript, especially for entrepreneurs, when you're writing a business book or a self-help book to promote your um, expertise, but then you're not going to make it about you. You're going to make it helpful for the reader by giving them some strategies, some stories as a how-to book kind of a thing. If that's going to be your goal, then 30,000 words is like the sweet spot because it's neither too long nor too short. So when we actually format it, it's going to actually be like a nice 200-page book. That's the job of the interior designer. They would expand it to make it look like a 200-page book, but you don't have to write 200 pages on a Word document. 30,000 words is good enough. So if you roughly do the math, if you probably write 500 words every day, then in, th in 60 days, your manuscript is ready. And then you can use another month to do a little bit of research, add an extra quote or a statistic to your manuscript to make it complete. Right. There's some interesting things that I learned while publishing books, too. Like one example is 
that your book has to be more than 101 pages to be able to print the spine on the book. And, you know, there's there's certain requirements for the layout, how close you can put stuff to the edges of the page or the cover. And, you know, there's a lot of printing t- terminology and stuff that, you know, people may not want to have to learn themselves, like how to do full bleed printing and how to get their ISBN numbers and things like that. Now, let's say somebody works with you and, and they go through the 60 days to 90 day period. They get that book written. They have their manuscript done. What happens after that? Yeah. After that, I would look at three things as essential things. And there are a whole lot of things that are optional. The three essential things would be the cover design, the editing and the formatting. And as you said, when the first time author does it and they want to do this on a shoestring budget, they end up making some mistakes like doing the cover them on their own on Canva. You can design social media posts on Canva, but your book cover is so precious. And unless you're a designer, you don't want to be taking that risk. And likewise, when it comes to editing, people say that, hey, you know what? I used to score very well in my English papers in school, so I don't need an editor. So from my experience, people who are editors also hire other editors to edit their book because we are human beings and we make errors. So it's always important if another uh, pair of eyes go through your manuscript, not just to pick the mistakes, but also to enhance the content of the book because they would read it from the reader's point of view. You being the expert will assume a lot of things that, hey, you know what, this is understood. But when an editor looks at it from the reader's point of view, they'll be able to give inputs on how the content can be improved first. So that's our first round of editing, the content editing. The second round is the copy editing. And here is grammar, sorry, the vocabulary and the sentence structure can be improved. So only in the second round, the language is enhanced and all the suggestions are given to the author and the author being the owner of this creative uh, piece of work, they can choose to retain those changes or they can argue with the editor and actually put forth their point of view. So it's a very uh, collaborative process. And then once that is done, then we move on to proofreading where finally the spelling mistakes and the punctuation is all corrected. Now we have actually added a fourth round because after the book is proofread, it goes into the interior design part where the formatter makes it look beautiful, makes it look look like a book. But sometimes two words can just, you know, attach together and it can cause some problems later. So after the book is formatted, we do another round of proofreading just to ensure that before it goes for print, everything looks good. And the formatter's job is not just to make it look good. They also have to format it to suit the ebook and the paperback. And if the author wants, we also do the hardcover. So these are the three essential things, Matt, that has to be taken care of before we go to platforms like Amazon to go ahead and publish the book. Yeah, there's also some interesting stuff about formatting for uh, digital books. Like it's different formats for different places. I know everybody talks about Amazon because they're the biggest, but just because, you know, Barnes and Noble and and Kobo readers and stuff like that. You know, I mean, there's still like five or six percent of the market, and you know, why not get those five or six percent? You know, from some minor electronic changes, right to the to the formatting. So, I mean, we talked at the beginning about the author funnel. Oh yes, we missed it. Yeah. So what happens? Like, okay, so you've got your book created. And then how does that, beyond someone being able to just call themselves an author, which if you've been on LinkedIn lately, everybody calls themselves an author (laughs) and a CEO, right? So what's the author funnel part? Sure. So I 
used to have clients who come back to us a few months later and they say that you know what my launch was good but i was expecting my business to boom after i become an author but it is clearly not happened that is when i started understanding the connection between the book and the business and this should not be an afterthought after the book is published but it should be in our mind right from the day we, a person decides to become an author as to what is the purpose of writing this book and how is it going to fit into um my overall business so that's where the author funnel comes in so an author funnel is just like a funnel so imagine a funnel or a or a you know inverted triangle and it has different layers right on top of the funnel is the book because a lot of people may discover you through the book they may not be following you on social media but they have come to amazon looking for a solution to a problem and your book pops up as one of the possible solutions right so they would read your book they would like your work but a lot of authors forget to take the next step in the funnel and that's why even if they sell a copies of the book it doesn't result in back end sales for the business so the second step over here is actually a lead magnet that you should have inside the book now without a lead magnet we call it a reader magnet it's important to have these reader magnets so that you can capture the name and email ids of all the people reading your book because Amazon or any other distribution platform for that matter is not going to tell you who your readers are so even if you sell a million books you will not uh, gain any uh, potential leads out of it unless you do the smart step of giving away something for free inside your book now this could be a checklist it could be a free webinar it could be a free audiobook it could be an assessment anything that's rela- related to the topic of your book should be given away for free and when people click that link they Uh, download that freebie and they give you their details the next step after that is the free value level in your funnel now let's assume they've read your book they love you now they've given you their email and now you can start sending them newsletters sending them updates about your work and this is where you're going to constantly keep giving them lots of free stuff like your podcast episodes your blog posts your videos so they continue the conversation outside the book with you by following you on social media on the different platforms that you're available then comes the paid value because after following you for a few months if this person really is looking for results they will probably want a step by step guidance from you so this is where an author can sell something for not a very high price point like say a, a course for $100 or a membership for $50 a month something that can give a small result to the follower or the reader or your audience and then some people from this funnel will not be just happy with that course or that membership that you offer they want to achieve higher results they probably want one on one access to you so for these people you can offer premium value and that can be one on one coaching group coaching or it can be done for you services like what matt does right so there are people who probably want to read your book because they want to understand linkedin they want to understand social media but they don't want to do it themselves they would rather trust an expert like the author to do it for them so that's the premium value level now the thing is most authors have a few pieces here but they don't have all this tied together as a funnel so if you stack them one, one after the other have this lead magnet have this book have your free value paid value and put all of them together then you have a functional author funnel so Yeah, once you have all those pieces in place, then there's definitely some value you can create from your book outside of the just the book sales, which I think is where most people think the money is made. And it's not. Yeah, so 
it's so crazy when uh, people uh, speak to me for the first time if they've not been following what I've, I've been teaching they generally ask me how can I get the ROI from this book project how many books should I sell to make this money back and what I tell them is yeah you will end up selling a lot of books which is good but that's just the tip of the iceberg the royalty that you make is a small portion of what you can potentially earn in the back end so let's say you sell a hundred books and you have uh, your ebook is going to fetch you probably two dollars per book so that's just two hundred dollars from those hundred books but out of those hundred people if say 40 people give their email id and start following you on social media probably 10 of them will buy your online course and one of them will convert to your done for you service or your coaching program for five thousand dollars and that is where the money is so if you have this funnel in place you can actually make the roi from your book in a month or two yeah there's definitely you can you can make money selling books once you're established i think but if you're not an established author, it's really tough to make any real amount of money on the book sales. It's more likely that you could just take that money and roll it back into advertising or, you know, some other way for you to generate more sales for your book. Also, there's great ways that you can do other kinds of stuff like PR and book tours and speaking engagements and things like that that then get people interested in your book, which then leads them into your funnel. So those are great ways, kind of top of the funnel ways. Jetsna, if somebody wants to reach out to you to learn more about publishing a book, where would they do that? So the best place would be our uh, Facebook group called Happy Authors Tribe because I do my live boot camps inside our tribe. So just head over to happyselfpublishing.com forward slash tribe. It would take you to our Facebook group. Do join us uh, in our next live boot camp. But if you're somebody who is ready to get started immediately and wants to schedule a book strategy call with me, you can just head over to happyselfpublishing.com forward slash apply and we can have a conversation and decide the next steps for your book project. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for being on the show to talk about the author funnel with us today. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much, Matt, for this wonderful opportunity. It was fun. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Join us next week as we dive into more tips and ideas to grow your business. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.